everything works out that way. For all I know, I could sit down and uh, play it, and it's just like, well, uh, that was uh, not well planned. <laughs> <laughs> running Hearthstone podcast in the history of space and time and cards. And I'm your co-host, Noodle Spoop, along with my co-host, Guy Grumpy. Hello. And welcome. And we're on episode 229, which is the patch changes, patch notes just coming out for this uh, coming Tuesday. Well, not exactly patch notes, but uh, patch expectations, I guess we'd say at this point. Patch pontifications? There we go. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> patch patch uh, leakage by the form of Twitter. You know, that's where we get all of our information these days. It's not from the actual source. It's from the source of the source from the source. And uh, <laughs> we're supposed to be expecting actually the real patch notes and also the patch on this coming Tuesday. That's April 26th. Which hopefully this will be out in time to listen while you're building your first decks. Yeah, um, actually, I do plan on doing the edits to this, so it should come out actually like before the uh, the the patch actually takes effect. So you'll actually get some more information that way you know exactly where you're going to go when you get started on Tuesday. You know, we'll be ready for you. Um, and so with that, um, actually, it was Gallon. Gallon is one of the um, associate game designers at Blizzard for Hearthstone. And even though he says that his tweets and views are his own in his profile, he has provided us with a lot of information for the changes that are coming for both Standard and Wild. And uh, so starting off for the patch notes, we actually, hang on. I feel like I'm getting ahead of myself. One second. This is the happy Hearthstone, right? That it is. That it is. So before we get into the patch notes really in depth, I need to ask you a very, very important question, Guy Grumpy. And that is... What's that? What's making you happy? Today, I'm just going to say family. Uh, we, had, we got cookies back last night. Um, and just getting to spend some time. I don't know. I, I guess I'm just in a different mindset since the new job has really hit me in a positive way. Uh, just starting to appreciate things around me more. And uh, she's gotten so interested in a couple of things that I never would have thought. Uh, one, she's interested in playing Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, 
and has already built a character for it, which is pretty fun. And then she also ended up liking wrestling. So we've been kind of going back and watching some old wrestling matches with The Rock and, and stuff like that. That it's a, it's a lot of fun. So family for sure. How about yourself? That is, that is completely excellent. The biggest thing is, I what I would say, especially because I know that she's a little bit younger, don't let her in on the fact that wrestling is fake. I, don't, I mean, don't, oh, no. I don't put that out. I had to. You did? Oh. I had to, yeah. <laughs> she was getting too concerned with, you know, people jumping off the top ropes and looking like they're, <laughs> you, don't you know, get hurt, really right? hurt. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. All right, fair enough. I, when I was a kid, I was like, I, I was completely into it. I thought it was 100% real. Like, I, I couldn't believe that they were doing all the things that they were doing and climbing up ladders to go get the the, the belt that would win them the, the match, except for the ladder would get, like, taken out from underneath and fall on it. It was like, oh, my goodness, that is crazy. Um, but yeah, The damage is real, for sure. Oh, oh yeah. Not as much as maybe they let it seem. Well, and I, I I have a feeling that they they are expecting that that maneuver is going to happen at a certain point. Like they they know that to expect it, and so they they're braced for the fall. They practice it a few times, you know, that type of stuff. But it's still I I would think that there are still times where they still come out a little uh, worse for wear. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right. Kind of like Hearthstone. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes there is some real um, damage that does come from playing Hearthstone. I will give you that. <laughs> Thanks, Reno. Uh, all right. And for myself, I mean, what's making me happy? Um, I'm actually really excited for these changes. Um, we can get into it a little bit later, but there are some exciting things, and I don't want to go all in and, and explain everything about why I'm happy um, up until we get to that that point. So. I don't, don't want to give too many spoilers. Let's let's. I feel like we need to go into the patch notes, and then we can talk about the biggest thing that's making me happy with it um, when we get there. How about that? That works perfectly. All right. <laughs> Hence why. So let's start out in wild, which has been a long time coming. There usually is a belief that wild gets no attention ever. Uh, they actually are making a couple of changes this time around. One in that Kael'thas gets a text box revert so that the third spell you cast each turn costs one instead of zero. Um, and switcheroo is being banned. So um, it's actually interesting too that uh, Kael'thas is getting almost another change on top of a change. So he went to seven mana and then also got the text box change. Now he's back to six mana with that text box change. So it's like multiple mm -hmm. changes, kind of like we had what we had with uh, first day of school, where they were like, "Let's try this, and then let's try that, and then let's try another thing." So um, uh, it, very interesting. Um, but I also I I have been playing a little bit in wild myself, so I can completely understand why this change needs to take effect for Kelsey. Oh, yeah, for sure. That's the one that, that I think is going to make the most difference. I mean, Switcheroo could get some really big minions out, but if you had ways to deal with them, and in Wild, you mostly do anyway. It, it feels like that for me. I'm sure at a higher level than it was probably worse because uh, people could draw it a little bit faster. But, um, yeah, I think the Kael'thas is really the big meta changer for us here. Well, even Switcheroo, I have... Uh... 
Planning on that deck as well. And if you can plan for that turn to come along, you have a few options available to you, right? You, you could potentially have some Divine Chill taunts on the way. You could have ways to just destroy minions that have a certain amount of attack or, or health. Um, you could potentially mess with their hand um, because you've, you've seen them draw out the cards so then you can you know, mess up something in their hand. There's a lot of disruption available to multiple different decks in Wild, and I feel like that has been kind of the the way that players have been trying to uh, deal with it, but I know Kalpas was like, there really wasn't too much you could do. In fact, you could find multiple ways of getting copies of Kalpas with Barnes available as well, too. So it it became very challenging. Now that that doesn't come to say that there aren't other decks out there available that don't even use Kalpas, but could still kind of fall into like a Kalpas combo type of deck for Druid. But either way, it's not going to be as consistent. I I, I have played against Kalpas, and on turn three, I was dead to their entire <laughs> deck. Yeah. Not not one card, but their entire deck was played against me on turn three. <laughs> So, Which is pretty ridiculous. I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah. So um, definitely but overall, I've still been having fun with Wild uh, just this past week. Anyway, uh, so I'm happy to see the Kalthas uh, switcheroo. I'm glad I didn't run into it too often. Uh, but uh, I guess that's also getting a change in standard as well. Yeah, but not block. So I'm glad for the both changes. I feel like the, definitely as as. It says in the tweet, both of these changes were aimed at protecting the long-term health of the format. I feel like that is exactly what it's going to do. It's going to make the wild format a little more uh, bearable. Uh, speaking of which, the next change that we have actually is coming to, for standard, but also impacts wild too. And that is uh, Pirate Warrior Questline is getting an additional number on its final step. So now you do have to play three pirates for both the first step second step and third step of the quest line as someone who's played a lot of pirate warrior both in standard and in wild this is a little disappointing but it's not really going to slow it down too much just probably the difference between uh playing the reward on turn six versus seven so uh it it's it was needed for at least slowing him down a little bit I, I feel like we're still definitely going to see Pirate Warrior. I don't think it's unending value that that quest line provides and at the cost of, you know, just playing the pirates in your deck. That you were going to play anyway. Yeah, so I don't I don't see this necessarily being something that is going to completely um, make Pirate Warrior not a thing. I, and even then, Pirate Warrior, I feel like, doesn't even really stand up when it comes to like the higher echelons of, of legend, it's they're really worried about a majority of the, the player base, which which you know is trying to make their way towards legend and and having to deal with unending amounts of pirate warrior. Um, it does affect wild too. Granted, in wild there's so many cheap pirates. I, I still feel like it's going to be pretty consistent and uh, still going to be something that we're going to see in wild, even with now two more additional pirates from the original um, quest line uh, being added. The next change is Pufferfist is losing a health and going from a 3-4 to a 3-3, which is a pretty pretty um, reasonable change. We also think about uh, the Defias Cannoneer, which I still feel like 
should be in this list. Um, it hasn't been, but uh, <laughs> feels 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 like uh, at least it's more Puffer Fist. At least is in line now with this. And Puffer Fist actually wasn't used in just Pirate Warrior, but is definitely part of Pirate Warrior now. And it hits all enemies, so all of their opponents' minions and the face for one. Uh, whenever you attack, uh, that's a lot of value for a three four for three mana. Uh, so it definitely needed some some change. I, I see the change as being extremely helpful for a lot of decks to kind of have a, a healthy play pattern. Um, I, I, the biggest thing is is that it does allow for at least a response. Uh, three damage is a little bit easier to get than uh, four damage, so. Um, that is a great change uh, for just the, the health of uh, Standard and even in Wild. Switcheroo is now swapping health instead of all stats. Which pretty much kills it. It's not worth playing. I mean, you could still get some bigger uh, things out early, but um, I don't know. I feel like you'd just want the expensive things to work expensively later um i don't know if it necessarily kills it the biggest thing that switchery does at least that i've seen especially at the higher tiers is that it draws two minions for its mana cost um and oftentimes i've even seen decks in wild especially like uh reno uh priest where they're using switchery just to draw out the cards because the battle cries that they're that they're wanting to use are worthwhile. It doesn't really matter the stats of the card, right? If you're if you're getting out Zephyrus, or if you're getting out Reno, or if you're getting out you know parts and pieces that you need for the combos towards the later end of the game, the the stats are just kind of a you know an afterthought. Um, so I don't know if it necessarily even kills kills the card. Now, granted, now it's banned in Wild, so there may see there may be some other cards that need to come along to make some of those wild priest decks more viable, but uh, we'll see what happens when it rotates out as well. I, I feel like we're going to end up seeing that card returning back to wild, just hopefully with the current uh, iteration, or maybe it just doesn't even go, it gets Hall of Fame. I mean, we know Hall of Fame wasn't a thing. Is it going to be a thing again? I don't know. I, <laughs> I would think that they would just take it out in core, right? I mean, we, we talk about banned cards. We know that the quest for for um, Warlock has been banned in Wild, and now Switcheroo mm -hmm. is being banned in Wild. I, I, I wonder if we're ever going to see those cards again once the rotation happens. That's, that's my concern. All right. They should always be a permanent disenchant for free, right? Yeah. I mean, like, you should get the full dust value when it comes time for them to rotate. It's just interesting. I don't know how that's going to go, but just a discussion, just something to, to consider. So um, also the next change coming along, we have Miracle Growth going from now a cost of seven to cost of eight. When it comes down to it, um, this is just, I think, a consistency factor for those ramp druids. Um, oftentimes nourish into um, what the next card would be was, was pretty obvious. It was either going to be Miracle Growth or it was going to be um, scales of Anixia. So I um, feel like what this does is that it also enables uh, the chance for there to be 
potentially that responsive well, they might still be able to get a miracle growth off after a nourish, but they won't also be able to get miracle growth and then also uh, get it, getting the scales down. So that way they can gain all that armor back too. Um, so hopefully that allows a little bit more um, of a chance for aggro to really survive against uh, these ramp periods and actually uh, stand a chance to uh, have a little more balanced play. Good point. And I think that having the taunt uh, was very helpful. By upping it by a mana, then you actually have a chance to make that a little bit bigger as well. So um, it might not be as bad uh, as as we thought. It's, it's possible yep. that it actually is a buff, not so much a well. nerf, although I, I would think it's a nerf and it's simply a one more map. Right. Okay, so the next change, big change, is uh, to a very big card. There's a lot to discuss about it, and that is Kazakasan. Kazakasan's activation requirement is getting changed. He'll now read Battle Cry. If you played four other dragons this game, craft a custom deck of treasures. And there's a little bit of uh, notes about it, so let's I'll re read through those those notes uh, real quick, and then we can have our discussion. And the notes say, um, Kazakhstan has been playing a critical role in Druid for the past couple months, fulfilling a similar role to Deathstalker Rexar as an entire win condition in one card. Going into our balance meetings, we knew we wanted to soften Druid across all ranks, and there were multiple angles that could accomplish that. While we could have nerfed their survivability, we worry that will lead to a more polarized metagame overall. We landed on a Kazakhstan effect change, as it should lead to healthier play patterns, both playing as and against Druid. We also wanted to make sure that Dragon-focused decks could still tap into Kazakhstan as a powerful top-end piece. Playing four dragons is a hefty, is a fairly hefty requirement, but should be achievable for most dragon strategies. And yeah, that's a pretty big change. Uh, we were seeing Kazakhstan in so many decks, uh, both standard and wild even, uh, that it was just a little bit too much because the treasures from duels uh, are only getting better, uh, which gives more opportunity for broken stuff. Um, so by making that change, again, this is one of those ones that might not be as uh, as big of a nerf. Uh, it might even help some decks, as I think we were we had referenced it earlier, right, Noodle? Uh, so yeah, uh, the big the big thing is is that um, we were talking a little bit before we started recording, and uh, so the big thing is is that this actually makes a major change for Druid. Druid previously was playing Kazakhstan and usually only playing one other dragon, and that was Raid Boss Anixia. And sometimes they would also find extra copies of Raid Boss Anixia or extra copies of Kazakhstan, but they also were playing other minion types and then eventually just getting to the point where they exhausted their deck without playing any other dragons and then finally used Kazakhstan. And sometimes multiple times use Kazakhstan to continue to get these amazing end game value uh, kind of closeouts. Um, and so with that, it really does kind of impact Druid who doesn't have access to actually dragons within the class at the current moment. And 
may have to rely on other dragons in the neutral category, like perhaps uh, the Twilight Drake. It's a pretty easy uh, dragon to add in. Um, allows them to, to get the four attack and the health based off their hand size, which their hand size is always pretty big. Um, granted, that also means that they're playing a dragon that doesn't quite have the, the major impact that some of their other cards do. Right. Um, what this also does is it opens up other classes that have dragons, but may not have enough dragons at the current moment to make up a full deck of dragons, but enables them to go ahead and start using Kazakistan now. This is actually where I have my super happy moment. <laughs> and, that, <laughs> and that is because it actually opens up Dragon Paladin. Um, as we know from the course that review that we did last week, we got the Bronze Explorer back, as well as as well as the Amber Watcher. Um, so that gives us a couple uh, different dragons that we can add into a Dragon Paladin package. And when I talked about it earlier, I was like, I'm so excited for Dragon Paladin. I just wish that there was, you know, another one mana cost minion. Well, now we can start adding in one mana cost minions that don't necessarily have the dragon tag, because just because we play those other minions in the deck doesn't mean that we don't have access to Kazakhstan later. We just need to be able to play four dragons. And actually, Bronze Explorer, oh, Bronze Explorer, yes, you are my favorite card, and you continue to be my favorite card, because he says, guess what? I'm a dragon, and because a good explorer comes prepared, I brought another dragon with me. So it's almost like you just have to find two of those Bronze Explorers, mm. and the Kazakhstan is already active. And you might even find extra copies of Kazakhstan with the Bronze Explorer. So you got a few options out there. I'm actually really excited about it. I did theory crafting actually just yesterday to build a deck, and I've even tweeted out the, the results of that theory crafting and had great responses from it. So I'm actually super stoked. <laughs> I'm excited for you too, and seeing what how it all works out. Uh, it seems to be getting some interest on your Twitter page, so... Uh, hopefully that'll drive more people to ask you direct questions uh, when you're streaming. Hey, I, you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to it, uh, especially if that result also means that we get more people interested in the show too. You know, there's multiple angles that we can go with that. So um, if, if it works out, it's great. If it doesn't, I, I'm still going to have a blast because it does allow me to play with my favorite card and also in a way that I'm going to have a lot of fun with. So I'm looking forward to not only this current iteration, I feel like there's going to be more iterations down the road as well for uh, Dragon Paladin to kind of go down. I've granted there might also be future nerfs that impact it yet again, but for the time being, I'm definitely going to enjoy it. Um, and additionally, uh, Gallenhand did some final little last notes to just add on to his tweets. So we want to make sure we cover those too. Um, so he, at the end, he also let us know uh, there are some notable omissions from the nerf list, and that includes Demon Hunter changes. Demon Hunter has been pretty strong. Um, he says, uh, we'll be keeping a close eye on the post-patch metagame to see how aggressive Demon Hunter lists fare once slower decks have been given a better chance. And finally, he says, good luck to our Master Tour competitors on preparation. I hope uh, y'all keep enjoying Voyage to the Sunken City. And so far, I think the reviews have been very positive with a few notable exceptions that they seem to be addressing uh, with this. Uh, Demon Hunter has kind of come around as one of the more popular decks lately. Uh, it wasn't one that was really seen a lot uh, early in the meta. Um, 
but now that now that uh, they'll have a little bit of an eye on them, then they'll make sure that it doesn't go go too crazy. I actually just downloaded uh, one of Draco Cat's uh, decks uh, that he thinks is the the killer of the druids. So uh, ready to jump on that anytime. Yeah, in fact, the next tweet that I actually see in my Twitter because I'm accessing Twitter to read off these uh, posts, post patch notes or post hand patch notes, early post patch notes. Um, it's actually right about a, a number one EU uh, demon hunter list done by Gabby. So um, with that, it's like, um, I, I know it's out there. It exists, but I feel like they're waiting to see because it exists because of the fact that, you know, the, the ramp through it is so prevalent. So with that, if ramp through it's not as prevalent, if we see other decks uh, kind of hitting the scene, and maybe those other decks, including more control Dragon Paladin, um, may have a major impact on how well Demon Hunter is actually faring. So I do like that they're holding off on on uh, doing really anything distinct, but it, that they're keeping an eye still, because it's very possible that even though they don't make any major changes, that that deck is still very powerful. I mean, I, I know it was... <laughs> it's... It started off by being something that I saw right away with the tokens and, and all that other uh, fun stuff going on. And uh, it's it's still sticking around. Yeah, it's really hard to, to gauge Demon Hunter when it's really good because a few of their earlier uh, decks that saw a lot of success were, um, you know, mostly played on the, the uh, professional side because they're high skill cap for, for running. But part of that, too, is because the Demon Hunter has so many things as part of their identity their identity like they have the silences they have big demons they have tokens uh, they have really aggressive weapons and uh, you know face strategies so they've always been a little too much I think of the jack of all trades uh, that um, you know once you get later in the the, the run of a set in a meta uh, that they end up being the more powerful ones uh, as people you know, have time to explore all the different angles of demon hunter so uh, I think that also makes it harder to find pinpoint anything specifically that needs to be changed or uh, what you're going to break to to make just make them switch to a different uh, viable path. So um, interested to see what they see and uh, uh, how fast they react. The biggest thing that I noticed too is that like while I currently see one list there there are currently like three or four or five different lists for demon hunter and all of them seem to be somewhat viable it's like you know they don't if they cut off one path they may even just open up another path so (laughs) i will be interested to see exactly how they check and adjust i mean it may even be you know one minor change here impacts multiple decks so um i don't know we'll we'll see but uh, I, I am excited. Also, we kind of know some of the lists that are out there, too, for, for Conquest lineup. So I'm interested to see how these changes impact it. Because as it is, like, I, I see a Conquest list that's out there right now. I'm just joking about how most people are playing Quest Hunter and Control Paladin and Control Warrior. It's like, those aren't even the lists that we're, <laughs> that we're seeing nerfs. So <laughs> it's a... Kind of interesting um, how the um, master tour competitor scene looks 
uh, versus what we're seeing on the ladder. And also what clearly uh, is being impacted by some of these changes. For sure. We get to see it quick, so... Um... I feel feel like uh, we may even see how these impacts uh, or how these um, changes have an impact um, down the line um, sooner rather than later. The meta definitely moves fast around these and the uh, the mini sets, so I fully expect uh, that we'll see a little bit of everything still, and there, we'll still find another deck uh, even before the. Uh, the mini set comes out something new and different that someone like a no hands gamer, Draco cat, somebody, uh, or paladin, uh, noodle swoop, uh, just to drop some names. <laughs> we'll find something fun. Um, I actually have, I've gotten a lot of traction already with, with the list that I worked out. So I would not be surprised to see my list on the ladder. Um, as I go to play it day one of the changes. Um, I kind of expect it, um, and, and I'll be super stoked when it happens. <laughs> um, so are you going to be streaming on the day of nerfs then? Actually, I will. My So I originally stream on um, Mondays, Wednesdays, and Saturdays. Mondays and Wednesdays at 5 p.m. Uh, and Saturdays at 10 a.m. Um, Pacific Standard Time. Both times Pacific. Yeah, and... Uh, but with the changes, I'm actually so excited that I'm moving my Monday stream to Tuesday. So I get to kind of do two evenings of it right in a row, Tuesday, Wednesday. Um, and I know I'm, I'm only going to play one deck. <laughs> now, now you'll, you'll tune it, right? Yeah, I bring it up, check and adjust, maybe switch out one or two cards here and there. Um, but I feel like it's, it's, it's kind of ready to go. We've seen some of the the control paladin cards already um, in play. Uh, with there has been like a holy control kind of uh, list with like a smite OTK at the end. Um, so it doesn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise me if uh, the list, as I've worked it out, uh, kind of takes off because it's using a lot of those elements. Granted, I've also uh, tuned it to be more dragon centric. So. Um, so early Kazakhstan? Um, not not necessarily. It's not the list isn't focused on like slamming Kazakhstan on eight. Although it's very possible that you could. Um, it's more designed around uh, survivability and control. And then when you feel the time is right, when you have the you know proper cards in hand, know that you're going to be able potentially to draw into some of those treasures, even if you have like a your flash of light ready to go. Um, then that's when uh, you can go ahead and play your Kazakhstan. So um, it's it's exciting. I'm I'm actually really stoked for it. Well, me too. You're definitely making things exciting, and we always enjoy your decks on opening day, so to speak. <laughs> so uh, if you want to see it, uh, then go check out Noodle Soup on Twitch at uh, Twitch.com/slash/NoodleSoup. HS with the HS. HS. The HS on there. Yeah, only because I guess there was someone else out there that has my name. I, it makes me wonder if I like maybe opened an account at some point and just forgot about it, how to access it. <laughs> I don't really know. <laughs> We've all done that for sure. Um, but it, yeah, Noodle Swoop HS 
and uh, I'll make sure to include the links in the uh, show notes as well, uh, so that way you guys can join me. Um, and there's a good chance that we'll have you present it again on the Happy Hearthstone and talk about how well it's been working. Yeah, I mean, if it works out that way, for all I know, I could sit down and uh, play it, and it's just like, well, uh, that was uh, not well planned. <laughs> <laughs> there's some other deck that uh ends up taking taking the meta by storm <laughs> for all we know it's it's you know mech mage all of a sudden becomes the killer of all killers <laughs> naga mage seems to be a little bit better at least the players that i've uh run up against uh it seems like the the Naga are more the way to go. Well, I but mean, and it's possible, right? I mean, there's a lot of decks yeah. out there that haven't seen, uh, kind of haven't been touched by these nerfs. For all we know, Demon, Agra Demon Hunter still reigns rain supreme, and you know, we'll be here next week talking about how they're nerfing that. So. <laughs> so I understand you've prepared a card of the week song for us, Noodle. Um, yeah, so actually it's, it's gotta be around Kazakazan and, and, uh, done in the form of, uh, Puff the Magic Dragon. So let's, let's see if I, if I got this. I feel, feel like I do. All right. I, I believe in you. <laughs> um, Guff had a magic dragon. He lived by the sea. He frolicked in the autumn mist on a voyage to the sunken city. Little bronze explorer, we love that rascal puff. He brought him strings and sealing wax and other fancy stuff. Guff had a magic dragon, he lived by the sea and frolicked in the autumn mist on a voyage to the sunken city. Noble kings and princes would bow wherever they came. Pirate ships would lower their flags when Guff wrote out his name. <laughs> well done, well done. <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> oh, that, that felt silly. <laughs> well, it's supposed to be, right? <laughs> and everybody, just uh, if you're if you're listening and you enjoy those, leave it in the comments or you know help us with a rating because uh, we can use all the help in being discovered as we can. Yeah, de um, definitely let me know if it, if it's too much. I can stop. I can stop. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want you to stop noodle uh, not I, at all to be honest i don't ever want to stop i i have a lot of fun with these <laughs> but uh well definitely let us know if you want to be on the show you want to come on and sing your own card of the week like i'd love to have somebody else come in and improvise and and bring their favorite card to life um and so that way other people can enjoy it too because uh you know, it's it's great. And you know what? You don't even have to know how to sing. I mean, we've had plenty of uh, guests come on the show and provide us with a song of the week. And, uh, uh, you know, musical talents need not have to be there to apply. <laughs> <laughs> and never have on the show. <laughs> um, but also, if you just want to talk about, you know, obviously your favorite card, if you want to uh, geek out about something else that's come along. I mean, there's a lot of stuff going on. There's always changes happening everywhere along the way. We'd love to hear about people talking about battlegrounds. If you want to talk about uh, mercenaries, maybe you've got something you really need to discuss that's going on in the, the arena scene. I know I haven't 
heard much about the arena scene in a, in, a, in a little bit, and I'm sure that rotation has had a major impact there. We'd love to have you on so that way you could discuss it. And same for duels. I need someone to geek out with uh, about duels. I've really been enjoying that sh- that uh, mode since they gave you the double class characters. Oh, yeah. I actually, um, right now, I'm, I'm on a run of duels with, uh, with Sir Finley, and I have mechs. And what's great is you get access to the whirlwind mech from Shaman, too. Oh, right, yeah. so good. <laughs> so good. Mechs have definitely taken over duels. <laughs> um, so I'm having a blast with that. Uh, but definitely let us know. And on that note, we'll uh, end it for episode 229. Uh, thank you all for listening. And again, uh, like Noodle just uh, just stated, there's plenty of ways that you can support the show. Uh, one of which is being on the show and uh, sharing your love of Hearthstone with us. Uh, but you can also join us over at patreon.com slash the happy hearthstone. Uh, just to help us out with a dollar subscription every month. It helps, you know, cover the bills of the recording software and things that we're doing. Um, yeah, always love to have more patrons. You know, our, our patrons that are out there, we, we absolutely do appreciate the support that they give us so that way we can keep doing what we're doing. Thank you. Uh, much love, everyone. We'll see you next week. Have fun out there.